Welcome to Central Baptist Church's Sermon Podcast. This program features the preaching and teaching of Corey Ramirez, the pastor of Central Baptist Church of Little Rock, Arkansas. In God's Word, you will find the encouragement needed for today. And now, here is Pastor Ramirez. The title of this uh, lesson is The Man Who Claimed a Mountain. The Man Who Claimed a Mountain. And I'm going to read Joshua chapter 14. Is where we're looking at Joshua chapter 14 this morning. We'll begin reading this morning in verse 6. It says here, Joshua 14 verse 6 says, The children of Judah came unto Joshua in Gilgal, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite said unto him, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me. And thee in Kadesh Barney. Forty years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barney to espy out the land. I brought him word again as it was in mine heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people to melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, when the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. As yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now, for war, both to go out and to come in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain, whereof the Lord spake in that day, for thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced, if so be the Lord will be with me. Then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him and gave unto Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, Hebron, for an inheritance. And we're going to stop there uh, this morning. And I want to uh, talk about the man who claimed a mountain in Joshua chapter 14, primarily verses 12 and 13 we're going to be looking at. Uh, and I hope this will encourage you this morning. That's the, the goal here is to encourage you. First, with the example that we find, uh, encourage you with your walk with God as you serve the Lord. And then also maybe to challenge you a little bit uh, to not only look to God, but also to live for Him uh, as you walk with the Lord and to perhaps seek to do some great things for God and seek what God has for your life. And so uh, I have three Three thoughts I just want to share with you this morning from this passage. We're going to talk about uh, the man who claimed a mountain. The man who claimed a mountain. And I just have three thoughts I want to share with you. The first one is I want to I want you to notice that this man was composed. And what I mean by composed is this wasn't a reckless type endeavor. Uh, it wasn't, I'm going to go out and do something crazy today. Or I'm going to go out and, uh, go out and try to take this mountain. Uh, he was actually very composed in, in everything he did. And the first thought on this is he was patient. Uh, I don't know about you, but patience is difficult for me. It's hard to, be, to wait on things. And he was very patient. Uh, the Bible tells us that Caleb didn't get what he wanted immediately. Uh, we find that in chapter 14. It says in here in verse 6, it tells us that uh, uh, he was one of the ones that went up into, to spy out the land. Uh, and he brought back a good report. And it says in verse 7, 40 years old was I when the servant Lord sent me from Kadesh Barney to spy out the land. And I brought him word again as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But I wholly follow, followed the Lord my God. So he returns with this report. He says, hey, God's given us this land. Yes, there's some giants there. Yes, there's some difficulties. But God's given it to us. It's ours. Let's go take it. Uh, but what we do know is the people of Israel were discouraged 
and they chose not to go into the land. They, they, they chose to remain outside. It was only Joshua and Caleb were the only two who said, let's go, we can have it. But the rest uh, convinced the others, and the Bible tells us because of that, that that's why they had to go in that wilderness for 40 years. They had to wander for 40 years. Uh, and Caleb would have to wait for his blessing. Uh, he would have to wait uh, 40 years. You know, it's interesting, he was right, yet he didn't receive the reward immediately. So here's something to think about this morning. You know, you can be right with God and still not get what you may want at the moment. And that's all right. That means God's got a plan and just be faithful to the Lord. Uh, He was right in this case, but he was refused. And he had to go into the wilderness for 40 years. Uh, A few thoughts on him going into the wilderness. Notice he didn't leave because he didn't get his way. Um, He didn't leave the the land of Israel and say, I'm through with this. I'm going to take off. And that was I don't know if it was tempting to him, but it might have been tempting to me to think, you know, I'm just going to leave if I don't get what I want. And so he didn't leave because he didn't get his way. Also, he didn't create problems when he went into the wilderness. Uh, The Bible tells us that he went in there 40 years with the people uh, and he remained faithful to God during this time. So uh, that's a lesson for us, too. When we don't get our way. Uh, let's just be faithful to God. You know, there are going to be times we're not going to get what we want. We're not going to get something that maybe how we want it. Uh, but we must remain faithful. And that's what he did. He remained faithful. Also, uh, he never murmured or complained. At least we have no record of it. He didn't murmur. He didn't complain about not getting his way. Instead, it seems like he continued to be a good leader. Continued to carry out his responsibility. So, uh, I say this, he was very patient even in getting rejected in what he wanted. And so he, he remained composed and he was willing to wait on God. So that's the challenge here is to be willing to wait on God. Willing to let God lead your life and wait on him to open up doors. Wait on him. Uh, you know, you may have some prayer requests you've been offering up to God. Haven't been answered yet. Well, wait on him. God got a timing down uh, correct. Uh, the second thought here is he was persistent. Uh, in those 40 years, he didn't quit. He didn't give up. He just kept going. Uh, as far as waiting, he waited 40 plus years. Uh, and what we find here is there's not a whole lot written about him during that time. He just waited. He lived and he waited. And sometimes life's like that. Have you ever had days where you may have weeks where there's nothing incredible going on? You're just one day after another, just one day after another. Well, that's okay. Just wait on God and let him lead your life. And so he would be blessed eventually. So the thought here is uh, don't quit. Don't quit in life. You know, he was persistent. He didn't quit. Uh, He didn't quit when he didn't get his way. But he also didn't quit after a week in the wilderness, two weeks, 30 days. He continued walking with God and he was waiting for God to keep his word and fulfill his promise. So Caleb would be blessed eventually. And I do believe if you wait upon God, you're going to be blessed eventually too. God is going to bless you in ways that you may not have imagined if you wait upon him. And finally, as far as his plea, notice his composed plea. You know, he didn't march in there and just demand. Uh, things. He did it the right way. The Bible tells us that he went to Joshua. Uh, and we find it here in verse 12. He says, give me this mountain. But before he, he says, I want the mountain, he explained to him the situation. Reminded Joshua, hey, I, I was one of the ones who had faith in God. God promised me this. Now I'm just claiming the promise. And that's what he did. He said, so give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in the day how the Anakims were there and that the cities were great and fenced. Uh, if so be the Lord be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out. So as far as his plea or his request, uh, I guess it's important here to, to notice that uh, it wasn't his personal desires as much as it was what God had promised him. 
And that's what we've got to remember here. Uh, he had some convictions. God had made him a promise, and he's going to call, uh, I guess they call in that promise. Uh, and he did not say this to please others or to impress anybody else. Uh, he did it because he believed it was the right thing. God had promised him this mountain, so he was going to take it, and God, he believed it was something that God had given him. Here's something else to notice, too, though. He didn't volunteer others to go. Uh, you know, some people are good at that. You know, volunteer someone else. Say, you know, let's do this, but I want you to do it. And they don't want to go themselves. Instead, he volunteered himself, and he was determined to take the land himself or the mountain himself. So uh, my thought on this is God doesn't need recruiters. You know, God can recruit people. We just need to be faithful in what we do and let the Holy Spirit work in other people's lives, in other people's hearts. Uh, also, it wasn't reckless. You know, God... Um, promised him i think it was confidence more than anything else he knew god's word you know here's something i want you to think about as far as this is uh, salvation is like this you know when we call upon god to be saved i believe salvation is in god and the bible teaches to be saved you just got to understand you're a sinner that you've sinned against god and once you understand that then comes what we would call the repentance uh, turning to god turning away from your sin and asking god to forgive you and then believing that's where faith comes in whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved and and it's a matter of the heart just putting your faith in god and believing on christ as your savior when you think about salvation all we're doing is taking god at his word god has said i'll save you if you do this and so what we are is it's confidence in god believing uh in the word of god and so caleb believed in god and so now he's asking for this mountain and it wasn't reckless as much as it was confident he had confidence in god and that leads me to the second thought i have for you from this passage is the confidence he had now let's talk a little bit more about this confidence um this was a big request. You ever thought about that, how big this request was? Uh, he's wanting a mountain. He's claiming a mountain. He, now, what's happened here is they're all gathered together, and Joshua's what we call partitioning out the land according to God's direction. So each tribe is starting to get their, their portion. And Caleb comes in and says, hey, I, I want this mountain. I want this portion. And so he has a, what we call a big request. He didn't, he didn't just say, I want you know, a few acres over here. Or I want a farm. He wants this mountain. He says, this is what God's promised me. I want this portion and I want this mountain here. Uh, this large area and this, this mountain of great value. That's, that's what he wanted. Uh, I believe it's because he, he knew God had promised him. And when you believe in God's word, you're going to act upon it. And that's what he's doing. He's acting upon it. And he's making this, this request known. Uh, another thought here is his age didn't hinder his faith. You know, as we grow older sometimes... Um, sometimes faith can grow weak, you know, as we get older. His faith remains strong, just like his body remains strong. And so uh, his faith in God was strong, and so he made this big request. Also, I, I think we could say it was a bold request to come in and say, I want a mountain. Give me this, give me this piece of land uh, as you're dividing this up. Uh, again, it goes back to him knowing it was God's will. And so when you know something is God's will, you can boldly claim it. For example, I do believe everyone needs to be saved. Uh, and so I think we can boldly proclaim that, that, hey, you need to be saved. You need to accept Christ as your Savior. Everyone does. Uh, our neighbors, our coworkers, our friends, our family. And so we share with people the importance of knowing Jesus Christ as their Savior so that way their life can be changed and they can have things right with God. But we find here that this was a bold request. It was a bold request. You know, in the Bible, uh, I'm going to go to the book of Hebrews. If you're taking notes or if you have your Bible, I'm going to go over to Hebrews chapter 4. And I'll be looking at verses 14 through 16 from the book of Hebrews. 
Hebrews chapter 4. And this passage here is talking about Jesus Christ being our high priest. And because he's our high priest now, we can go to God the Father through Jesus Christ. Uh, he is our what we call our, our mediator, the one that we go through. And here it says in verse 14 of Hebrews chapter 4, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Uh, notice what he says in verse 15. We have a high priest, he says here, that which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. That verse is telling us that Jesus relates. He understands what we're going through. He can relate to our trials and our troubles and our temptations because he himself was tried and troubled and tempted. And so as far as Christ being able to relate, let me give you a few examples. If you're ever feeling lonely, you know, Christ can relate. The Bible tells us that when he was in the garden, everyone forsook him. They all left him. And then when he was on the cross, he was by himself. I mean, he had the thieves on the side, but... Uh, as far as being on the cross, God the Father even turned his back when he became sin. So we find that Christ understands what it's like to be lonely. So if you're ever feeling that way, go to Christ. He, he can relate. And he's there to hear you and to help you because he understands. Uh, also, he was tempted. The Bible says the devil took him out, tempted him out in the wilderness. So if you're ever tempted to sin, go to, go to Christ, ask for help. He, he can relate to your, your trials. And so that's, that's what we have as a high priest who can relate. But notice he also says that we can boldly, verse 18, he says, Let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace. Boldly, that means with confidence. You know, you can go to God in prayer anytime, any place. Once you're saved, you have Christ in your life. You don't have to wait for a certain time. You can go to God whenever you have a trial, whenever you need help. You can talk to God. You don't have to wait to get to church. And I think it's good to pray at church, but you don't have to wait till you get to church. You can pray at home. You can pray at work. You can pray wherever you find yourself. You can talk to God. And that's because Christ is our high priest, and you can go to God through him. And it talks about boldness. That's the ability to go with confidence to God, knowing he'll hear our prayers uh, and he'll answer them. The, the evangelist, D.L. Moody, the late evangelist, D.L. Moody, uh, when he was nearing death, he told his sons, uh, he said, if you make your plans with God, make them big. And I think that's true today. You know, uh, God's great. God is amazing. And so we need to make big plans with God and, and be bold in our prayer life. And so this is something to encourage you with as far as your plans. Here's a few questions. First, are your plans big as far as your walk with God and your spiritual walk and your life? Uh, what do you ask of God? What do you desire that God would do for you? You know, sometimes it's, we do very little because we ask very little. Or we expect God to do very little. So that's why very little happens. I think we need to make big plans. I mean, Caleb here, he's claiming a mountain. He's confident God can give this to him. And I think we should make big plans with God. Big plans with the Lord in mind. You know, as far as big plans, maybe as far as spiritual. There's some things that God's put upon your heart to do. 
And some would say, well, I'm not sure if you can do that. Well, if God's put upon your heart, God can do all things. You, you go forward and make big plans with God. Uh, you know, I shared with our church, I'll see this place packed. I believe God can do that. God can reach. We can reach out and see souls saved. And we can fill this and then grow to the point where we have to grow more. And God can bless us. And we need to make big plans with God and expect Him to do great things. And that's, that's what Caleb did. And he had big plans and God blessed him. And that leads me to my, the third thought I have for you this morning on this. And that is, uh, he was courageous. He was courageous. Uh, what we find here is, uh, first he was fearless. It says here, I'll go back to Joshua. To our text here in Joshua chapter 14. Joshua chapter 14. And we find here in verse 12, he says here, Now therefore give me this mountain, whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. So, He's asking for a mountain, but he's not asking for an an empty mountain, okay? He's asking for a mountain that's already inhabited. And it's got the Anakims on there. Now, the Anakims were giants. Uh, They were warriors. They were tough. They were difficult. They had already claimed this mountain because it was the best place in the area, or one of the best places in the area. And so Caleb looks and says, hey, you know what? They they have this area, and they got fenced cities, which refers to forts or, or cities that were... Uh, defended, and as far as the land, it's probably one of the most difficult places to conquer. You know, Caleb didn't, he wasn't looking for an easy, easy out. He wanted the best, and to have the best sometimes, you've got to be willing to sacrifice. And here he was fearless. So for him, uh, this really was all or nothing. He was either going to take it, or he was going to lose and be defeated. But he said, I can take it with God's help. God's promised me this, and so I can take it. So the thought here is, there's nothing to fear when you walk with God. And that's what he's doing. He's walking with God. God promised him something, and he's going to walk with God. And God's going to bless him. He, he, he has no fear now. And it's not because he believes he's great, Caleb. He believes God's great. God's going to give it to him. And so that's kind of the thought here as we go through life is, you know, there are a lot of fears that we can have. Um, for example, one of the fears that you might have is just your daily needs. Providing your needs. you got bills to pay. you got other needs that, you know, sometimes an inflation taking place. You know, there's a lot of things you say, wow, you know, what am I going to do here or there? Well, that's where we, you know, go forward and be faithful and trust God to take care of those things. He may allow you to receive a raise or he may open up other doors or he may take care of a situation where you don't know how he's going to do it, but you know he's going to. And that's where it comes down to faith, where you trust God and you you walk with God and you you don't live by fear, but you live by faith. And Caleb here, he now wants this mountain. There are a lot of fearful enemy on top of the mountain. He could have feared because of the people. He could have feared because of the cities. But we find this man is just, he he says, let me have it. I'll, I'll go drive him off. And that leads me to the thought on faith here. This was a what I'd call a great display of faith. I mean, just a great display of faith. These giants were the ones who hindered the nation of Israel to begin with. Uh, before they went into the wilderness, when they received the first report, that's what they heard was there's giants in the land. And that's what put fear in their hearts. And they didn't want to go into the land because they were afraid of these people. And so because of that, they had to go through the wilderness. So these giants are still there. I guess that's another thought to you. You know, if you just ignore problems, they're going to stay there. And they're not going to leave. He, and so the giants were still there 40 years later. And, and Caleb says, now, I'll take it. He goes, we, we can drive them off and we can take this land. And so the same giants that Israel believed, hey, we can't, we can't defeat these people, 
are the same giants that he planned to run out of the country. And that's by faith. Because God was with him and he knew God would go for him. And so we find faith here. Now it was going to be a difficult task and it would take God's strength to do it. You know, as we go through life, we're going to find a lot of difficult tasks. And you're going to need God's strength to get through day by day. Maybe one trial, a different trial, a different difficult, and that's where you rely upon God. You see God's great, and God's strength can get you through each day, can get you through each moment, can get you through each week, and God can bless you in great ways. And that's what he did. He had faith in God. You know, it was Christ who said, with God, all things are possible. And so what we find is he believed that God could do this, and he was going to go forward. And so that's the challenge for us here in this passage, is believing uh, that God can do great things, believing that God can bless them. So let's go back. I want you to notice here in verse 15 of Joshua 14 here, uh, it says here, And the name of Hebron before was Kerjath Arba, which Arba was a great man among the Anakims. And it says, And the land had rest from war. In other words, when Joshua or Caleb went and took the mountain, that was it. The land had rest. That was the final battle. And so he went forward and he fought. He took the land by God's grace and through, I guess say, faith in God, and God blessed him in a great way. So here's some closing thoughts for you this morning, uh, some things to think about. First off, let's consider his example. Let's think about this example of this man who waited 40 years, 45 years for a blessing, waited to get what God had promised him, but when the time came, was willing to go by faith. First, he, he was willing to wait for God's blessings. And I think that's something we just have to be willing to do at times. We've got to be willing to wait. You know there's going to be a prayer request. You may ask God to help you in an area, or you may pray for someone, and the answer may not come immediately. You may have to pray the next day, and the next day, and the next We'll be willing to wait for God to answer those prayers. Because God hears, and God uh, will answer. Uh, also, be willing to work. For God's blessings. You know, a lot of times, God blesses us as we go forward. In other words, God wants us to act. God wants us to go forward. And God will bless us as we go forward. And God will open doors, close doors, lead us, guide us, and direct us. But we've got to be willing to work for those blessings. Willing to do our part. Willing to get up and go. You know, uh, for example, you know, anyone that is going to excel at anything usually has to put some effort into it. And you got to put a little bit of effort. And I think God expects us to, to be faithful and to go forward and walk. You know, the, I guess the, the thought is we don't want to just stop going forward with God. We want to walk with God on a daily basis, read the Bible, and trust in Him. Also, Caleb asked for the difficult work. I don't think he was just wanted it because it was hard. He wanted the difficult work because that would produce the best. You know, in life sometimes, God works through those difficult moments to produce blessings in our life. To draw us closer to Him. And it's through those difficult moments that later we look back and say, that's where I learned some of my greatest lessons. That's where I grew close to God, was during those trials. That's when my prayer life was strong, because I was talking to God every day, asking for help. And so it's through those difficulties, those difficult times, that God can work. And I think we find here that Caleb wanted a difficult work, but he knew God would bless. Also, he knew what was ahead. He, he knew what he was getting into. Okay, He wasn't blind. This wasn't just like blind faith. It was... Knowing what he's getting into, but willing to trust in the Lord. So here's some thoughts here. Uh, let's not look for the easy way in life, but let's look for the right way. Let's walk with God. And, and if there's difficulties there, trust God to get us through those, to help us through those. And God will help us. And so Caleb wanted a great blessing, was willing to wait and to work for it. And there's a lot of blessings you, you might be willing to wait and work for. Family. 
things that happen in family. Maybe you need to be willing and wait and to work on things for blessings. Uh, churches, same thing, or just life in general. So go forward and trust in the Lord. I'll give you this last quote in closing to encourage you. You know, the William Carey, the missionary who took the Bible and uh, gospel to India and translated the Bible in many different languages, uh, he's the one who said, attempt great things for God and expect great things from God. You know, that's how life is. You know, we, we attempt these things for God, but we expect Him to bless us. We trust in Him by faith. And that's what Caleb did. He was attempting something great, but he expected God to bless him. And this morning, maybe that's where you are in life. Maybe God's put something in your heart that you say, you know, I'm going to do this. Others may say I can't. Others may doubt me, but God, with God, I can do this. I can go forward. And then you just trust God, and you go full speed ahead. And so, forward by faith. That's what our series is, forward by faith, and that's what we want to do. You've been listening to the preaching of Pastor Ramirez of Central Baptist Church of Little Rock, Arkansas. We hope today's message encouraged you. If you would like more information about Pastor Ramirez or Central Baptist Church, please visit our website, centralbaptistchurch.org. Thank you for listening today. Be sure to join us again for another message from God's Word.